Hey everyone, it's Alicia and Steve. Welcome to Parent World. On today's episode, we're going to talk about being a blended family. Yep, we're going to talk about blended emotions and all that other good stuff and how everybody has to come together. There's a storm before the norming and performing and everything else. Yeah, you know what's you know it's crazy, honey. According to Google, sixty five percent of families are now blended. Yeah, that makes sense. I can believe that. Uh, everybody's always moving around, and you know, so many different things. Everybody finds that first love for the second time around, and everything else, or just the first love in general. Yeah, so we're really becoming the norm more yeah. than ever. Um, so Steve and I story goes like this. Um, we, I have a son who is now seven years old. Um, um, and I was raising him on my own for gosh, a long, long time. And, uh, Steve had two boys. Um, yep. Yep. Um, I've been raising my boys for at least about, uh, Three years, the last three years or whatever on my own as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve and I met online and just about close to five months ago, I moved across country to finally blend our family together. So it has been quite a journey these past five months and a, a huge learning experience. Yes, it has. What's your take on it, sweetheart? I mean, my take is, is that no matter how hard it seems, we always tend to try to continue to work together. And the family meetings that we have keeps everybody on the open floor to have a little bit more better synergy to understand each other. Um, It takes a while. And after a while, you know, after you take that break from each other and then come back, it's like, oh, I know what this is about. I know how to do this. It's good. What were your biggest apprehensions um, before we even became, became together? Like, what were you thinking going into this? Well, going into this, I mean, you have a tendency to think about, like, the fact that you've been a single mom, you've been doing this on your own. I don't want to come in and interfere with what you've already been doing with your child because of the difference as to what I did with my children. Mm -hmm. So before you kind of got here, I kind of took a few steps as to what you were doing with Max and kind of did the same things with my boys just a little bit. Just I didn't go full-fledged, but... Just to kind of so that it would blend when it got here. Not saying it really changed anything. We were doing the same thing. It was just a different way of how, you know, a male's perspective is would be to a female. So it had to be kind of on the same wavelength here. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of talks, a lot of observing and everything else. And I'm pretty sure you had to observe a lot because Devin, um, you know, the mildly autistic thing and how many, how much waves we've been through with that. That was awesome. So, I mean... Right. It was a lot of observing and a lot of uh, putting things into place and still rewriting the script every time Every time we have a meeting or everything else because it's not going to stay the same. Yeah, and for those of you who are just um, getting to know us, um, our eldest, my stepson, Steve's um, oldest son, um, he has mild autism. Um, I, um, although I've worked in uh, the nonprofit education world for a while, I've encountered many autistic children, but going to be a step parent to one was definitely going to be a new dynamic for me. Um, So I definitely went above and beyond to look at my own research to see um, how I should approach this. And all that. Um, I just want to make sure we're still recording here. Um, Sorry, guys. But nevertheless, it was... um, 
it was definitely, I, I think, you know, some people would say, was that one of your biggest um, apprehensions or fears? And it really wasn't. Um, I just knew that whatever um, I would encounter, that I would approach it with a lot of love. So I know the one thing that I could do with Steve's boys was just show them as much love as I possibly can because I wanted this to work. So I was definitely going into this leading with love and it's something that I still do. I think my biggest obstacles and challenges that I've had thus far is finding a balance from going from one boy, raising one boy to raising three and having a spouse. (laughs) It's no offense, sweetheart, but like in a woman's world, it's like, man, you're just, you know, you're great, but... Sometimes it's it's another yeah that's another a whole different thing yeah sometimes job. in some cases I, I um I have to say that her being here has been a benefit to the boys uh, tremendously because you know now they're getting that double love um of motherly love mm-hmm. you know. Not to say they were getting it before or anything. No, but, but even for my son, Max, like the the reality of the truth is, was that I was the only one raising him. Um, you know, his father was, you know, sporadic in his life and stuff like that. So he did not, you know, although uh, he had my father, um, mm-hmm. he did not really have a huge, um, I don't know, driving father figure in his life. So I definitely think that has been a new dynamic for him, but a beneficial one and something that he's also had to learn along the way too, because the way I parent is very uh, emotional and, you know, express your feelings. And I think that was been something new to your boys where they're like, wait a minute, you want me to express myself? Like, and I'm like, yes, how are we feeling right now? Like, you know, and it is interesting. Um, But I definitely think um, to get back to my initial question, apprehensions, obstacles, even before coming into this, it was just kind of preparing myself for the um, dynamic of going from one to a blended family with three boys and a spouse. So that was my biggest thing. And it's definitely been a learning curve along the way because I'm a female that likes her own time, likes her own space, likes things the way she likes them, Mm -hmm. which I guess is a lot of females out there. Um, So then to kind of have to kind of teach what everybody, (laughs) teach kind of what I think the house way, the house should be, um, was definitely another obstacle, but it's been really great. I mean, I came into Steve's home and I totally redecorated everything. She did. She made it fabulous. And I must say that it, like, even when uh, Devin's therapist or the nannies or anybody else that comes in this house that saw it before, they come in here and they're like, wow. <laughs> so she really has done a number on everything and uh, a complete huge turnaround because I have to mention this is that um, teachers at school were even noticing a great turnaround with Isaiah. Um, and noticing a great turnaround with Devin. Devin was already on a turnaround, but they noticed, you know, from weeks to weeks at a time, because I split custody, is that uh, he was improving in uh, showing more affection, uh, saying certain things that they never thought that he would actually be able to say or if he understood it. Same thing with Isaiah, of being able to express his emotions and being able to uh, see the better part of himself. And everything else and uh, to be more positive instead of being negative. So um, her being here, Alicia being here and Max has been a, a tremendous thing for this house. And I know that the boys are happy to see her because every night that we talk to them on the phone, um, they always want to talk to Alicia and Max. They want to talk to them more than they talk to me. So <laughs> it's funny. I'm just a storybook person, you know. 
It's funny. Um, and it's been very, and oh, we're getting one of our children hello. in here now. We're on our podcast. Would you like to say hi to everybody? Hello, everybody. Yep. We're talking about our family. What could you say about our family, Max? He doesn't know. Okay, you're hungry. So uh, we're going to continue this conversation in a minute, folks, as we uh, interrupt this show because Max is hungry. Hey, everybody, and we are back. Um, Sorry for the interruption um, because Max was hungry. Yeah, that's always uh, apparent. The lovely stuff that we do as parents. Um, But now we're going to talk about some tips and advice for anybody out there that is currently blending a family and things that we have done that has worked for us that will hopefully work for you. All right, first and foremost, it's always nice to know that you're not going to figure things out on your own and it's always good to have a third party. So counseling or therapy and anything else is great. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone thinks that it's a sign or form of weakness and that's not the case. Absolutely not. I think, uh, we should be born with a therapist, Yep. <laughs> but definitely in a blended family situation where there are so many emotions, where there are ready a lot of things in place. Dad, um, I don't know what the music thing is. just say jazz. I tried to, it said like everything. Else. Okay. Google play Miles Davis. There you go. Yes, everybody. That was our son, Isaiah, interrupting um, because he wants some jazz music to go to bed. See? Which is fantastic. But definitely seek out yeah, <laughs> seek out some counseling, especially when there's so many things in place already because you're blending two existing families um, and so many different emotions. So seek some counseling, some help um, so everybody could feel like they're being heard exactly um always constantly have family meetings yes we talked about this in our first half and i know steve just kind of went into it and referred to it but we started doing family meetings from the get-go and basically explain this flat out to the boys we want to hear everybody we want to know how you're feeling we got your back and most importantly we are not perfect as parents and we're just going to try our hardest that everybody feels the best they could feel in this whole situation and leading with love leading with love and understand having the children understand that there are still provisions yeah there's always provisions even though you're free to speak we're still parents and you're still a child absolutely and i would (laughs) say that's the next one having you and your spouse steve and i we always make sure we are on the same page before Steve's kicking off his shoes, Sorry. and he forgets that this is a podcast, as he's like, I'm kicking off my shoes. Well, <laughs> I guess we do this podcast the same way we do our show, right? Um, but as she was saying, lead with love. No, I was saying... <laughs> I was saying that make sure you and your partner are on the same page. I know. So it can't... <laughs> It can't be a situation, uh, especially with a blended family, where your kids could, you know, pin you against the other parent. So you always want to be on the same page with your significant other. It is so important, specifically in a blended family situation. And I wouldn't even say in blended family. I think in families in general, mm-hmm. if mom and dad are not on the same page. Yeah, it makes it creates good. for a disaster. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Another one I want to add in there is, and I know sometimes in certain situations it is difficult and every situation is different, but respecting the boundaries and understanding, like for me, I understand I am stepmom. For Steve, he understands he's stepdad, but leading. I'm getting a snack. Okay. And that was Isaiah again, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Interrupting, but it's okay because we love him. Um, but understanding what everybody's role is, mm-hmm. you know, and even for the children, it's okay to say, yeah, that's my stepmom or yeah, that's my stepdad, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Hang on, everybody, one second because Isaiah is now hungry. What's up, Isaiah? All right, everyone, we are back again. And as you can tell, our children are always hungry and they like to eat. (laughs) Yes, they do constantly all the time and always blocking everything of whatever they could possibly do. That's just how they roll. But we will have always enough room for commercial breaks because our children will need a snack. (laughs) Every single minute, even during your favorite movie. So let's uh, recap the advice that we are giving to all of you out there in the parent world who might be dealing in dealing with the having a blended family like we are. Blended emotions. Yes. So the first and foremost, foremost, is to seek counseling. Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed about it. Don't be embarrassed about it. Embrace it. We are telling you it's going to be very useful to you. Yep. Second, family meetings. Very, very important. It's definitely helped us along this journey. It allows everybody to express themselves. Yep, express themselves pretty, pretty good. Um, also, uh, respect each other's boundaries. boundaries. Yep, boundaries are another good one. And it's it's fine to say what you are and who you are. Meaning, I could say I'm stepmom. I'm Max's mom. You know, I'm Isaiah's step parent. I think I have to say, I think for us, it, and even you know me, it took me a minute to say I'm a stepmom. So, but that's okay. And you're respecting the boundaries of everybody. And it's even awesome when the kids reveal you as that way. Like, that's my stepdad. That's my stepmom. It's like, oh, that's so cool. It is. And you didn't even tell them to do it. They just did it on their own. It touches the heart. It is. It's so good. It's so good. Yep. And the next one is staying on the same page. Staying on the same page. (laughs) Steve was not listening to me before, so that's why I'm laughing at him right now. Yep. But staying on the same page, it's so important because it's going to let, meaning us as spouses being on the same page, be a unit when you're going into these family meetings with the children. So the children cannot pin the other spouse against one another. Yeah. And believe me, they totally try mm-hmm. constantly all the time. And even if it looks like it's such or whatever, we wouldn't show that we are not united. We will talk later to settle our differences and everything else. Kind of like, you know, if you see the referees on the side, like, I don't know, it looked like this call, it looked like that call. But when they come to a call, they make the call and then they leave it there. Yeah. And that's just it. There's no going back after that. And most importantly, the last bit of advice we can give everybody out there is lead with a lot of love say it again babe love sing it babe love lead with a lot of love you gotta lead with the love because at the end of the day a family is about just having a lot of love and we hope that you truly loved this first episode of parent world 
and you all have a bang up Cracker Jack day. And remember, the greatest nation is the imagination. And I wish you every single happiness right now. And please check us out on Facebook at The Alicia Show. You can tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and watch us live as we get ready for our workday. And if anybody out there is looking for some life coaching, please hit us up on Facebook or check out thealiciashow.com. Thanks for checking us out on our podcast, Parent World.